0: It's time to fire up the Three Cylinder Star Drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and bamboo fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I am Roger Colby, science fiction novelist.
1: And I am Richard Coots, and I am a fountain of pop culture trivia.
0: And so I'm feeling a little under the weather. So,
1: mm-hmm, yep.
0: Yeah, I've been sick.
1: So you've said.
0: Yeah, been sick. But Richard and I went to see Thor Ragnarok. I saw it twice. You hated it. <laughs> Today we're going to do a spoiler-free review of Thor Ragnarok. It's going to be very difficult because there's a bit in the film that kind of irritated Richard. Yeah, yeah. But we won't talk about it. I won't because, say what it is. Yeah. But um, that being said, um, I'm a big fan of Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. I like his movies, um, What's Done in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Or What We Do in the Shadows is probably one of my favorite movies by him. It's, it's hilarious. It is definitely hysterical.
1: I Honestly, I don't, I can't usually stand those found footage t- style movies, but I loved that.
0: It was great. And you know what? They're talking about doing a uh, spinoff. Oh, really? It, yeah, is it The, the Swear Wolves? Uh, yes. Yes, The Swear Wolves. <laughs> So uh, that would be really good to see that. I think I would go watch that. But what we do in the shadows, um, basically the premise is you have these vampires that are living in this flat together in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And um, because it's where Tyke is from, he's from New Zealand. And he's Maori, which is a tribal uh, people, an indigenous people that live in New Zealand. Kind of like the Aborigines in Australia. Um, but he... <laughs> you have these three vampires. One's Taika himself, and one of them is played by uh, Jermaine Clement. Mm-hmm. And then a the third one, I don't remember who plays the third guy. But anyway, so there's a fourth guy, and he's downstairs. You hardly ever see him. hes He looks like the Nosferatu vampire.
1: Right, yeah, Nosferatu <laughs> or, uh, or, or the master from, from, uh, from, from Salem's Law. Oh, from Salem's, Salem's Law, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but it's, you know, it's really hilarious. I mean, if you want to see a movie that's just going to make you laugh constantly, watch. I mean, it's the bit where they're sitting around the table and they're talking about the next time that you bring the virgin to the flat, make sure that you're going to kill her. Put down lots of newspaper because we have lots of antique furniture. And we yeah. don't want to destroy it. And, and,
1: then, and then there's a the whole conversation. And I won't finish how it goes. But, <laughs> but the whole thing is about why... He, why they have to have versions? Like, why, why do you always have to drink the blood of versions?
0: And, <laughs> yeah. and he
1: basically makes <clears throat> a reference to uh, uh, why you wouldn't eat, why he would never eat a sandwich after <laughs> something really nasty is ha- done to it. It's, it's pretty bad, it but it's hilarious. Bad.
0: But it's just, I mean, it's just a hilarious movie. Um, the bit where. Jermaine Clement's outside someone's window, and he's had his confidence broken as a vampire because he, you know, he got his heart broken or whatever. So he's sitting outside the window trying to make this old man look at him like telepathically. He's like, (laughs) he's like, see me, see, see me. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. So what Taika does is he brings that quirky sense of humor to Thor Ragnarok, and you would now there've been some critics have said. That the humor's a little bit over the top and a little bit.
1: A little fun. bit. But
0: Honestly, I was not bothered by the humor at all. No. I found it to be balanced and I found it to be um worth it. Especially there's some characters that are in this film.
1: Okay, now okay. Uh, wait, this is where I'm gonna disagree with you on the balance.
0: Okay, you're gonna agree disagree with me on the balance. Okay.
1: Okay, here's here's the bit no, I I loved it. I, I loved it all the way through, but and I thought maybe it was—I it was, mean, it was almost a parody, so that was okay. It was a parody. It wasn't It was a parody, uh, but but my issue is it just didn't have the heart that uh, other movies like Guardians did, and all that. Right, yeah. And that was a big problem. Just in some things that happened in the movie, yeah. that is just—I um, won't, won't say who it is, but it somebody makes
0: fun of itself so it much that you you tend to get a little bit. I'm not, I wasn't irritated, but it was, it makes fun of itself so much that sometimes you just can't take the movie seriously.
1: Right. Well, here's what, what <clears throat> my problem is. And I won't say, okay, I won't say who it is, but some characters get killed off unceremoniously and it's just brushed over and it should have been a bigger deal. <laughs> People should have been a little bit more upset, but it's like, well, that happened. Here's the next joke. And yeah. that was my only real issue with yeah, it. Yeah. There
0: was some, there were some characters that got killed off, uh, that was, that was pretty, um, almost like, it was just like a a breath was breathed out. That's basically how quickly it was. It was just like, it was so quick and, you know, there wasn't really any, oh my God, they died. It's, it, oh well. You know, that's kind of the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, won't was say, my, we won't say any more about yeah, that. Yeah, I won't, but that, that was my spoil. really,
1: my only, that was my only real issue with it. More, just, just a little nitpick. <clears throat> yeah. But. Other than that, I think is excellent. One of my favorite Marvel movies. One of yeah. the best, I think. Yes, um, hands down. I, but but I let's liked just, it better than any of the others. Talk about the best character in the movie. It's not Thor. No, it's Tycho Atiti's. Tycho Atiti's
0: Korg. Korg is Korg. Korg. needs his own movie.
1: Yes, uh, I, I'm going to pitch <laughs> that right now. Here here's the title: The Splendid Adventures of Korg.
0: It's splendid Adventures, of definitely, because Korg, Korg is. Probably my favorite character in the whole movie, um, except for maybe watching Hulk act like a five-year-old. But, I mean, this this movie was, I mean, this character was so hilarious. I mean, and it was constant. I mean, he he delivers lines that sound so just random and
1: natural
0: that you're just dying the whole time he's talking. I mean, it's so funny to hear him. Plus, I think maybe, do you think maybe it has anything to do with, with, the New Zealand accent.
1: Yeah, I think it does. For I mean, just, us, it does, it, does, it because does for us, but used to but we're it. not used to hearing <laughs> it, but I think it does help with that, you know. Sometimes accents are just kind of they come off a little more humorous to American audiences. Yeah, they can. So, be. and not not always <clears> intentional, but I think it was intentional On his I think he I think he's very self-aware of what it about sure. what the audience uh, is going to find funny sure. and, and, and I think he you know, they make jokes. And but it wasn't
0: just the accent. It was the things he was saying uh-huh. and the things that he did. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he would, and <laughs> there's one little bit, this is not really spoiling it, but there's a bit where he's just talking, you know, and he's made out of rock and a little piece of him falls off on the floor and he just kind of looks down mid-sentence and says, well, that's gone. And then he just continues talking, you know, and it's like, it's just little things like that that Cork does that are so hysterical. And he says things that are so unexpected and, and it's almost like that—that that SpongeBob moment, you know, where you're—he's you're not, he's not <laughs> supposed is, to say. Oh that. my
1: gosh, it's very, very. I, you know, I didn't think about that till now. It is very much like SpongeBob. It is the way the <laughs> way lines are delivered and the things that are said. It's yes, just,
0: I mean just completely unexpected humor. I mean, you, they're speaking very seriously about something that is absolutely hysterical, you know, and, and you're it. just. You're rolling the whole time, and, the, and lines are dropped in, and, 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 and it's unexpected humor. You know, you get these little unexpected shocks of humor all the way through it, you know, like... Uh, uh, and, you know, the heroes, even though they are great heroes, I mean, Thor is Thor in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's not a different Thor, or he's not really a, a humorous Thor, like a funny Thor. He just... I think Thor is so enamored with himself mm-hmm. as being God of Thunder... And he needs some comeuppance, you know. He needs some hum- humility, and I think that's what this movie gives him—is a little bit of humility.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and well, and a, little, a little
1: bit. He's not. He's not that humble
0: about <clears throat> he's it. He's not. But, but I mean,
1: but he, that's that's because He's humbled it's a by calm. the
0: dumb things that happen
1: yeah. to him. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> really. Um, another bit that I want to talk about that this film is one character, one actor. I feel felt that stole the show, and that was Jeff Goldblum.
1: Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He really gold-bloomed it up in this he movie. He
0: gold-blooms the snot out of this movie. Because he is just... he. But see, gold he's gold-bloom in everything he's in.
1: And and a lot of people don't like that. I love it. I love, I love gold-bloom as gold-bloom in everything.
0: <laughs> this stammering, you know, bumbling guy who just happens to be just probably really evil. But he's um, probably
1: a little more <laughs> flamboyant than any other role he's done. So he's, it is. he is flamboyant gold-bloom in this <laughs>
0: It's great to watch him be this character because, you know, he doesn't... It's like he doesn't really know how to manage things, you know, and he's got people under him and they're all afraid of him. But, I mean, why would you be afraid of the guy like that? I mean, it's so funny. It's this balance of... This guy is completely inept. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, he's terrifying to the people that are under him because they know what he's going to do, and he has he somehow lords power over everyone. I don't know.
1: He's got this weird staff with like <laughs> a little orb thing on it that can just like disintegrate people.
0: So <laughs> but, I don't know. But I mean, it, it's just the way that, and then there's bits where he uh, gets offended over the word "slave."
1: Yeah, he, which you don't. No, yeah, you don't that's one of the that. best bits. He's <laughs> like, um, "I prefer." Uh, <laughs> I prefer uh, prisoners with jobs. Prisoners with jobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, that's just a taste of this of the humor in this film. It's very very good. So go see Thor Ragnarok. It's great. Um, Richard and I saw it in IMAX 3D. which uh, was, It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, then I went to see it again in 2D.
1: But here here is my pitch for the, you know what? Forget the Korg movie. The Splendid Adventures of Korg should be a sitcom. And <laughs> yes. After and after uh, uh, Thor fails to pay his uh, end of the rent uh, in <laughs> him and Daryl's apartment, Korg he Korg moves in and decides to try to become a struggling act becomes a tries to <laughs> become an actor, actor. Yes. a struggling mm-hmm. actor and yes. it follows Korg trying to get. Uh, a role mm. in a, in the latest Hollywood well, action film.
0: Let me just put it this way: if you've watched those little shorts that they did, those two shorts they did where um, Thor was in Daryl's apartment or whatever, right. and you love those, you're gonna love Thor Ragnarok. Right. It's just like that through the whole movie. The it's whole pretty movie much
1: what like it that. is. It's a parody. That's <clears> pretty much what it is. It
0: is. Um, and there's some, you know, there's some bits in it that are kind of a little bit touching too. Mm. I felt. There were some bits that were pretty touching and, and, yeah, and you there know, were. kind of emotional, but also at the same time, it's just constant hilarity.
1: It is. And, you know, you got uh, Clancy Brown as Surtur.
0: Oh, yeah. Went. That's pretty cool. But what,
1: What's interesting, though, is Taika Waititi, he actually did the motion capture for Surtur. That's cool. Yeah, and he did the motion capture for some, some other person, too. Oh, some three-headed character, and he was like one of the heads.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, go see it, Thor Ragnarok. Okay, so our Dollar Rental of the Week this week is a movie, it's a it's a gem, it's called Hands of Steel.
1: Hands of Steel.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you made me watch this Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Now,
0: I watched just bits of it, because I was like, but I, I didn't have time, and I was just kind of rolling through it, but <clears throat> I think I got the best parts. Um Basically, this guy is what the premise is. He's like some cyborg.
1: Yeah, he's a he's like a government <laughs> cyborg sent to like assassinate some old guy in a wheelchair who's like I don't know some kind of activist or something against this corporation that right. creates hitmen or something. Yeah. Cyborg hitmen or something. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Really clear on that part. Um, <laughs> not a hundred percent clear. But like at the, plot's the last really moment, he pulls his punches on the guy because he really. He gets, like, zaps of his, uh, like, moments of his, memories of his former human self. Right. Or something. Yeah. And then goes on the run and, and <laughs> just holds up in a biker bar where everybody arm wrestles for power. <laughs>
0: And it has some of the best, like, uh, music with incidental orchestra hits.
1: Right. There's no, I don't <laughs> it's think. like 80s music. Yeah, but it's like synth rock, a uh, synth rock score. Um, but it's like, uh, I don't think there was like, this was so low budget. I don't believe well, there was like any actual uh, <laughs> music in it, uh, like, like performed by artists or anything. I think this is so low budget, they couldn't even get the rights to any music or something. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. So. <laughs> um,
0: the, the acting is just so bad. It is
1: so bad. It is so bad.
0: <laughs> you know what is really crazy is, this, you know, you'll run across a movie like this once in a while that has not been parodied by Riff Tracks or by Mystery Science Theater. This movie begs it for... It is so... So Riff Tracks dudes, if you're listening, you need so, to do a Riff tracks so, movie. It is so,
1: so, so 80s macho film, all oiled up buff guys. <laughs> They're like just all running and shooting machine Oh my gosh, guns. there's
0: a bit in the movie where they're like being chased by a guy in a helicopter. Oh And they're yeah. driving along and they're passing an M16 back and forth, this guy and girl, and they're firing it out the window with like one hand and they're <laughs> back and forth with this M16 and then this guy in like a big semi-truck, which is another one of those cyborg mm-hmm. dudes. No, like,
1: it's not. No, no, it's not a no, cyborg dude? No, it's this dude. guy who... <laughs> You who? Know, uh, okay, so earlier I guess you skipped over this.
0: I did, this yeah. Part.
1: Well, earlier these, these biker gang guys who, yep. like I said, they they determine power over who can win an arm wrestling match. Uh, they, the, the main guy who's like super mean loses and brings in this huge guy named I don't remember his name. Oh, Blanco. This Blanco. Blanco. Brings oh him yeah. In and and he beats him. Uh, so so what's his name? Oh. His name's Paco Cuartec, but he's That's like the right. whitest guy ever. Paco Cuartec, the white guy Paco <laughs> Uh But, uh, but uh, anyways, later uh, Blanco just shows up and he's like, he's like, hey, you need some help? And he's like, he's like, I got your back, Paco. It and
0: sounds just like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and he, he's. And he like gives it's him a perfect, thumb, perfect. and he gives him like this big thumbs up, and then Paco like gives him a big thumbs up, and he's like, "Get on in." It's like, "You beat me in arm wrestling, so I respect you now. We're <laughs> yes. best friends now." And then he and then he,
0: we'll serve, we're Sylvester's Stallone and over the top. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <man. laughs> I'm arm wrestling for
1: my son. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, the basically the end of it, he, he they show up and he's like Lisa no Lisa's dead she's <laughs> dead and he's like no I'm alive Paco and he's like sees that and then and but anyways it ends with like you a zoom in and you see a little bit of like sparks close up and then it pans out and like his head is all there so it, there's it you don't actually it was never actually on him it, it's stupid shots like that but he's like it's like you see, I'm all machine or something. Paco never was. And then the credits <laughs>
0: roll. It's kind of like when, uh, a, you remember the $6 million man when they had the Fembots? Uh huh. You know, that was that was the Bionic Woman. They had the Fembots uh-huh. and they pull her face off and it's just like weird circuitry and like maybe like a couple of little lenses or something. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: It's kind of like that. No, anyway. uh,
1: it's not as good as that. <laughs> not as good as that.
0: All right, so Dollar Rental of the Week is hands of steel. You can
1: watch it on Amazon. Yep,
0: it's on Prime. Amazon Go check Prime. it out, man. Prime.
1: If you want to <laughs> set through all that, I commend you. I set through the whole thing. So good luck.
0: Good luck. Hey, until next time, I'm Roger. And I'm Richard.